I hope he's producing somewhere. Like, you know, like this was his he made this song, but he's like, no, I'm really like, I'm gonna write music. I'm gonna produce. Like I'd like to, I'd like to know that he produced something that I find amazing. And I'm like, oh my god, he did that. I I just hope he's happy. Whatever he's doing, I hope you're happy. Yeah, I hope you're happy. <laughs> Anybody see the blue blue guy, Steve? Oh yeah, and he's basically like, hey y'all, I haven't seen him in a while. But I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like, it's so crazy. And you guys are still here. I'm proud. I like that. <laughs> kind of like an earthquake. That room. Yeah. It's what definitely uh, what I expect when I enter every single room from now on. That's the level. <laughs> that level of commitment. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? What's up, though? Yeah. We all back. Everybody's healthy. Mm -hmm. Got a special guest on. Um, for everybody tuning in, it's the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. Ooh. We got Antoine. We got Amici. Ooh. We got Tandy. Ooh. Yeah, and oh. that other face you see with us today is our special friend that used to be in Houston, Texas, is now doing it up in Chicago, Hello, making man. everybody Hello. laugh, I'm sure. Um, because she's mighty talented. Um, matter of fact, I remember doing a sketch with her years ago where she did the voiceover uh music, and we'll talk about that because I can't remember the specifically, specifically the sketch, it was like a dragon or something, and you were. No, it was a troll sketch, and you were singing like the hook of the troll or something like that. I do not remember this <laughs> at all. Don't worry. So, I am <laughs> so excited for you to tell yes. me about this. Everybody, let's welcome Oha Lopez to the show. Hello. Get Thank you horns. so much for having me. I'll do it for myself. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. I miss Houston. I feel like I'm like everywhere that I go. I just went to Los Angeles like a couple of weeks ago and I was like, ooh, I don't know. Have y'all been to Houston yet? Every person I spoke to. Um, yeah, it's, it, I love it because I feel like um, there's like a really, when there's like established improv scenes somewhere, um, I feel like um, people do it for all sorts of different reasons, you know, like they do it because they want to get famous or they do it because they want to get the job or, and in Houston, because it's such a small market, I feel like people, the only reason to do it is because you really love it. There's no, there's, there's really nothing else. And that to me is just like a, it's kind of like, you don't know you're in an era until it's over, you know? Yeah. Um, no, and I that's what. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. I think, it takes a special someone to go to all the levels of improv <laughs> without like the the idea of grandeur of fame and fortune of being mm -hmm. spotted you just want to keep performing <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i think it's a special thing as well yeah and you're yeah. really hard on yourself too and even though no one's watching right <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah you're like oh what am i doing this for 
Yeah. I'll come right back. I have my friend Kristen, who's a great improviser here to put it in perspective because she was in a shuffleboard competition recently. It's like a, where you just kind of throw the little, you know, the little pucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's got the same kind of vibe as like those uh, uh, bocce balls. Like those are kind mm -hmm. of the rules. And she said that there was this one moment where all the pressure was on her. It was like the final point. And she said that she had never felt so much pressure in her entire life. <laughs> and she missed it, mm -hmm. failed. They lost the shovelboard game um, and that she cried afterwards. And this wow. is somebody who also does improv. And as somebody from the outside looking at her do shuffleboard, I'm like, this doesn't even fucking matter. What? <laughs> shuffleboard? <laughs> you lost a game of shuffleboard? And Kristen is like, improv is the same. Listen to me. Anybody outside of improv is like, you upset because you're doing improv and it didn't go well? And it's like the, the stakes of it always seem and feel so big when you yeah. care about something. So but like, as soon as she put it in the perspective of this shuffleboard game that she was in, I'm like, oh my God, as soon as I transpose this onto improv, it's so much easier to be like, bitch, this just doesn't actually matter. It's just a little, a little, you know, tide of ocean that is now retreating back again. And you can just wait for the new wave to come on um, for a new opportunity. But is it is it more important to you for improv to be a tide in the ocean or for it to matter and be important that night at that moment? Yeah, well, I've learned something is that in improv, I can't always talk about things that matter to me. I think it's not always the right space for that because I want to have wonderful, nuanced, well thought out conversations about things that I care about. And so sometimes sketch is better for that or something where I can really like think about how I want to present this thing that I feel very like passionately about. And in improv, I don't get that opportunity. I think it's, to me, it's more just like having fun. And if, mm -hmm. if I get to a natural organic scene that has like something interesting to say because of who I'm playing with or our, like these characters are interesting because we found some human element that is really fun to me. But like the mission of saying something in an improv scene, uh, I think really can just, I think it could just be done by who you are as a person and your identity, what you're playing with. But yeah, it's definitely for me, I think more important, the, the tide and the in and out, but in comedy in general, I would say the impact or the more long-term is, is more important. Um, but what about you guys? Like, how do you approach your scenes? Does it feel like, oh, I'm saying something? Because I, I totally opened a, a different perspective. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, so I actually don't think coming to improv with an agenda works for me as much. I've seen groups try to do it. It feels kind of clunky kind of like they're trying to push a message. It doesn't seem like they're really into the scene or what's the reality of what's going on. It's more like this other layer that they're trying to keep in the forefront. I'd rather it be a little bit more organic, maybe have an idea for the initiation of the scene, and then you find the realness within it. And that's something that we as a group seem to, to gravitate towards, in, in my opinion, that we always try to find something real in these abstract, crazy worlds we end up in. And that's what I think is great because because you actually discover uh, these relationships and dynamics being explored in ways that I hadn't seen before. And I find that very interesting. So 
That's my opinion. <clears throat> um, for me, I feel the same way. I don't have an agenda. Um, I try to get rid of any kind of expectation. <clears throat> I try to just have fun, like find find a way to connect with you know my my scene partners on stage, and then also find a way to connect with the audience. That's like what's more important. Am I am I playing something? Uh, like you said, as a human connection, so that the audience gets it right. Like, uh, uh, and <clears throat> but if I go in there heavy loaded with something, or something to say, like you said, it's probably better for me to write it out um, because trying to work something out on stage <laughs> in front of people live, you know, you're taking a wild chance. You know. Uh, oh yeah. You know, wild chance. And now, now there's times when we do play satirical. It, but it's an organic opportunity that's like, it's right here. All we can all just touch it and let's just go with it. But not trying to start from a extremely you know political or religious point of view. I, I think it's when it becomes preachy. I don't. It, I'm out. Right. I, I don't want to take that kind of stance in a comedy show. If that makes sense. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. Um, for me. Um, oh. if, uh, yeah, I, I can't, I can't do, um, like heavy, heavy stuff without, without wanting to just uh, turn it into like a poop drop or something. Um, I like to, yeah. if it's like not normal, if, it, if it's not, uh, like it doesn't organically come up or we're not doing like a, um, something where it's like an analogous, uh, thing that people can clearly see is, is related to the issue we're talking about. It's hard to just sort of stand there and just kind of preach to people who didn't come to see us preach. Um, How you know? That's a good Heard that girl Tandy got there. We're going now to the improv. That sounds culty. That turns into a Can't tell us nothing stands for cult. <laughs> it's it's just see you. It's a well, you know, not quite, but it, it, we can figure it out. It's not like it, 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 spelled like it, but it's, yeah. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah. Hey, man, um, yeah, let's preach, man. But that would, if improv were church, right? If it were a religion, mm. I would be the biggest zealot. Right, I would just yeah. Be, I, I would be, we'd be proselytizing. We're going in the nations where there is no improv bring <laughs> to bring it, it to, to the people. I would be man. I would be one hundred percent. I'd help. You know, whatever books we making up. Oh, I'm sorry. Whatever books we're um, finding that have been inspired by the greats that we're now passing around and telling everybody to read. I'd be all over that, man. Yeah, I mean, there is something about yeah, Tandy the Baptist. Um, there is something about like believing that you like have something special and that everybody could and should be a part of it. Um, that I definitely feel the same way. Okay, you're bringing me in, you're reeling me in, baby. Where's your pamphlet? Do you guys have couples therapy? <laughs> yeah, it's it's you do a scene, you form yeah. a duo, <laughs> act like yourself, go on stage. Yeah, oh my so. god, that's wild! Um, you know, it's really interesting. I um, 
so when I first moved to the United States, I'm from Venezuela originally, um, I didn't find comedy and I didn't do any comedy until much, much later. So I kind of like went through all these different paths before I sort of was like, oh, maybe this is something interesting that I would like to do. Um, but I remember missionaries in Venezuela um, because they're all over the place and they're nice. big in Latin America too. Um, and I think I would have gotten inducted. They would have got me if it was improv for sure. Um, but <laughs> instead, I did, instead, <laughs> instead, they're like, hey, listen, um, you're from a third world country. Things are fucked up here and we know how to do it better. So come back, or we're just going to swoop in and really. Um, See, they were too preachy. Too, too preachy. preachy. That's it. It, it, you know, no one likes too preachy. Yeah. Especially from missionaries. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Geez. Yeah. That's like a hat on a hat, right? It's like, <laughs> you don't need to be extra. I get it, right? But um, no, I, 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 the preachiness, it, it just flops, man. It flops for me. It flops. Yeah. Would, okay. So if you had to be preachy about, anything like what is something that you would be like i have to stand from the rooftops and like tell everybody about this one thing aside from improv anyways like maybe it's like a lesson you've learned or something stupid like that i like that you're you're the interviewer here don't curious i'm just so curious about you guys i if it's just me asking questions this whole time i'd no, be happy no, with that that's cool if, if you smack if you smack when you're chewing your food and you're eating around new guests or friends you should ask them if they're okay with that okay wow mm -hmm. okay yeah, I, I hate that. <laughs> and I'm not okay. the only person in the world. I'm sure no. there are millions, at least one sixth of the population has yeah. to be people. I think there's a I think there's a name for that actually. And there Sarah Silverman also has the same I think it's called something phobia, right? Mm hmm It's like misophenia. No, it's called uh what is it, Tandy? We just I forgot. Me. Yeah, you almost had it. It's uh it Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. I looked it up and I tried to write like a, a short yeah. film about it too, but no, I haven't. Like, it's like, and I think it's like trauma. Like I remember being a child and if you were eating bowls of cereal and your spoon hit the bowl too much, yeah. that noise would like drive my mother crazy. And then she would just freak out. So like now it's like almost like embedded in me, any noise, mm. it just triggers me. So even if people are eating bowls of cereal, and I'm hearing the spoon in the bowl, I, I will just get up and leave and go eat in the bathroom or something. Or I'll eat really fast and get up and just leave because I'll end up getting angry like <laughs> Mr. High, right? Just, you know, slap the table. It goes, you go like emotional from like zero to a hundred. That's, and, that and that's not much things at all that I can say that takes me like that, where I'm like yeah. fighting myself. But the noise of people like unnecessary noise, I guess it's called. <laughs> like you know, unnecessary. I, it freaks me out. I hate it. Uh, I love that the idea that somebody's on the other side of like I need this, and they're just like making a very. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Okay, so that's your. That's what you would yeah. Um, yeah. impart yeah. to the world. Yeah, yeah. The I get it. Of, don't smack your gum or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet eaters call. Quiet eaters call. I'll say mine has there's there's two layers to it. Uh oh. Uh, oh shit. The, okay. I would say the the surface layer is there's an anime out there for you. you there's. Oh. You may not you're, think you like an anime. 
but I bet there's one for you. I bet there's one that you'll enjoy. You don't have to look okay. at it. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, you don't have to pledge your life to it. You just enjoy it. Like, oh, this one isn't so bad. Antoine sounds like the Mormons of anime. (laughs) (laughs) The lower layer of it is Mm -hmm. know why you like what you like. A lot of people don't. A lot of people just like a thing and think that's that's just the end of it. Oh, I just like it. I just like it. There's a reason you like it. It kind of ties into the, the... Fetish origins. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that came from somewhere. <laughs> okay. And I think mm. if you find out why you like what you like, you can find more of that or Ooh. learn more about yourself. All right, Tim Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, I wrote Amazing. it down. I, I believe this. Makes sense. That's what is the end. Antoine, the self-help guru. Still yeah, yeah Birch will help you, then yeah. we'll find you an anime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one, one thing for me is, um, is uh, I try to advise is like be careful of taking sides and when your friends have arguments or little petty fights. Mm. Because when they make up and then they're both mad at you because you pick a side. <laughs> yep. that's, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, that's something I try to <laughs> just sort of stay neutral and uh, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I'm going to piggyback on that one with a little one. Uh-oh. I, <laughs> I want to hear the story of how you learned that lesson the hard way. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Let's. Is there a story, Amici? Uh, no, nothing I'd like to get into right now. Okay. I want names, last names. I want full identification. Oh. Um, but my little piggyback is uh, I don't add... Um, the people my friends are dating on Facebook or Instagram. I just don't do it. Not until you guys seal the deal. (laughs) Am I going to get into that? Until they fuck? Oh, I thought I was thinking marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Or be or like living consummating the. (laughs) You guys tell me when you consummate, and then I'll let me know. Yeah, that's the update. <laughs> Lance and Jessica consummate. Wow. All right, there you go. There it is. On the list. <laughs> oh, man. I've gotten so old and crotchety. There's so much stuff that I can just like, Rah! I got so then, much. Okay. You know, and then, I, and then I'm like, you're overreacting. Calm down. <laughs> so, you know, you don't have to. Yeah, because, you know, that's a choice to be angry about a bunch of stuff for the most part religion um, calm down is that what you're saying yeah that's what i tell myself i'm like why are you why are you getting that upset <laughs> everybody needs to come yeah yeah that's, that's, that's me it's, i don't think it's the real we cut to a, a oh. sunday service with tandy's giving a sermon out of one of her one of her wildly famous sermons on calming the hell down now listen you wake up things are going great Somebody does something and you start getting that little feeling inside like you just want to burst open or just just claw their eyes out or stab them or something. Take a moment. Calm down. It's not about them. It's all in you. I'd like for you to turn your books to to the to the book of uh, to the book of. uh, But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm distracted today. John, 
Yes. John, I see yes. you out in the audience. Mm -hmm. I see you out in the audience. And uh, I, I'm not sure, but I think you are um, writing notes. I, I see you doodling there in your pad and you're, you're drawing knives and, and you're drawing guns uh, yeah. uh, about, I'm not sure who, but are, are you upset? Are you angry? Are you not getting my message to calm down? Well, I... Um... They're having a sale at the at the um, hunting store down the street, and I chose to come hear your sermon. Okay. Okay. Instead of going taking advantage of that sale, okay. so I just got a, got a little fidgety and start doodling the types of knives and guns I might buy when okay. I leave here. Now, see everybody. That's that. I should take that lesson for myself. I was about to get angry at John. Okay. I thought he wasn't listening to my message. I thought that he was was uh being angry and then i myself was getting angry and that that just threw me off my path but again, uh, I'm, I'm sorry i i, I have a, i have a comment to make oh yes um yes, so I, I i stubbed my toe getting out of bed this morning made me very okay. angry um i came here looking for some peace and uh, i think i was getting that uh until you know you told us to turn to the book off and then you, you stopped and uh I, I wasn't sure what to turn and and then i started feeling like some frustration uh, and I can feel the anger building in me now. It's been like a couple of minutes. You still haven't told me what book to turn to. And I started I like throwing to, guns and knives. So. I, like, I like to speak up. Uh, as he was telling his story, I started getting angry about this guy talking about his toe for what seemed like 20 hours. I yeah, and I don't like it when other people interrupt other people. So I'm feeling really flared right now as well. Okay. It's okay, a, it's I, I a thank you for the support. I thank you for the support, but also don't appreciate the interruption for both okay. of you. Okay, <laughs> sorry, kind of I realize I'm doing I the same thing. I am trying to interrupt, but Good I can't problem. get to the gun oh. store cell. We keep interrupting each other, and I'm yeah. Starting to get hot and angry. Can we get back to the guns. sermon? Can I, I, we get back to the yeah, sermon and quit all these interruptions? I feel like I'm yeah, losing y'all. I feel like I'm losing y'all. You're right. Let me get back on track. I see. I see the seed of of uh, discord is starting to run through. Mm -hmm. It's starting to run through the area. I see, want everybody to take a take a spiritual cleansing breath. You know, go dig deep and take that spiritual cleansing breath. Okay, look, I, I would love to do that, but which book do we turn to? I, I need to know. I'm losing my mind here. If I, if I don't find out which man, book. forget the book before I step on your other toe. Yeah. Man, some of these people's breaths stinking here with all these spiritual breaths. You gotta, well, you gotta intake calm, and then when you expel your fiery rage out through your mouth from your breath that comes out. And you got to do that over and over again until your full body is anew, basically. Mm. That's what I'm doing anyways, because I read the book. <laughs> Tandy, is that from the book? It is. It is not from the book that we're reading today. Oh, it's from that's, yeah, that's my own collection. If, if you my... take, Sister Oha, if you don't mind taking out your book, y'all turn to the book of... Uh, 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 okay. Come on! And scene. <laughs> That's exactly how it would go. <laughs> the church would calm down. Of course, I would. And stop overreacting. Yeah. Yes, yeah, stop overreacting. Oh, man. Don't I heard a fight right break out at the church. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it with like a running count 
It's been 30 days since the last fight. When the church lets out, it's just that big dust rumble, and all you just see is legs. Oh. <laughs> just fighting. Yeah. I love that it's like God's response to anger management classes. It's like people who don't want to go to typical anger management classes are like, we have got a church for you. <laughs> right this way. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be so awesome. Oh. What about you, Oha? Oh, um, the, okay. Um, I would say do it yourself. That's always, that's my go-to, you know, thing that I say to myself over and over again. I think no matter where you go, if it, the thing is your idea and you're the, you're the champion, you're the president of that idea, nobody else is going to care as much as you do. So you got to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I find that like, you know, working in teams and like, I'm, extremely um, teamwork oriented. Like I love doing things with other people, but finding the right team is genuinely, I think the hardest thing. So the fact that you guys have found each other and you're so consistently like working together is truly the miracle that so many people are looking for. Even it doesn't matter where you are, Chicago, LA, Houston, like still finding the right people to work with is to me, the most important thing um, in making comedy. And so for me, it is nobody else is going to care as much as you do. So if you have something that you want to do, you can't rely on other people to edit it, to, you know, ideate it, to write it, to punch it up. You just have to really push the whole thing through. And that's a hard lesson to learn when you're in so many projects that don't pan out that start, Mm -hmm. but don't finish. Um, And I'm like, I want to finish something. And then I think changing into that mindset was like, oh, fuck, I have to make it myself. And I learned how to edit and I got to learn how to shoot things. And that's when I feel I really like started to come into my own and feel awesome about what I was putting out there. So you you perform at Annoyance in a Mm -hmm. solo sketch show. Yeah. So we just did kind of like a main stage solo sketch review. Um, and that was really cool. I feel like I, when I got to Chicago, I was like there for maybe like a year, year and a half and then COVID hit. So I didn't really get us like a big chance to kind of like show my stuff, you know? Um, and uh, at the beginning, you're just making friends and kind of figuring out what you mm-hmm. care about and what you want to do. And so uh, as soon as it kind of opened back up, they were like, hey, do you want to do this? And I didn't know it was a solo sketch review. I thought we were just doing a sketch show or improv. And I was like, okay, cool. I can do that. I had never done solo sketch before. Mm. Um, so by the time I figured that out, it was too late to back <laughs> out. Because honestly, if they had said, hey, it's just you and you're just going to be on stage by yourself doing sketches, I would have been like, mm, no, I'm not ready. No, thank you. Mm. Um, like literally, I would have stopped myself from doing it. But because I didn't know what the deal was. Um, I ended up uh, making some pieces that I'm like super proud of that I genuinely mm. never thought I could have just kind of done right off the bat. Um, but yeah, it was a really great experience. Um, I feel a lot stronger afterwards for having done it. Um, but again, if they had told me exactly what was happening, no, yeah. your girl would have never no, said yes horrifying. to that. That's <laughs> awesome that you uh, <laughs> found something that you're really proud of and follow through with it. 
Yeah. yeah there were some times where I was like, I could just drop out. <laughs> I could just, nah, I could just be like, y'all, I'm just like going, it's, it's COVID. It's a great excuse for anything. Um, but I was like, no, let me just stick this out and see how yeah. I feel. Um, and then I genuinely feel like I came up with some stuff um, without judging myself. Cause I just didn't even have enough time. I, mm-hmm. It was like such a like whirlwind that what came out was like gut stuff, which was always yeah. the fun stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, are, do you guys remember any characters or any like, like things that in the past that you've done that you're like, Oh fuck, that felt really good. You mean us as a. Yeah. Together or individually, or, or oh, is there something oh, that yeah. like you guys just are like, you all go back to that moment. Cause it felt good. Well, I got, a, <laughs> we have a lot, I would say. Yeah, they, they change, but one there was one scene we did early on. We were doing our podcast, figuring it out. We had just watched uh, Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we were doing a, a review My of favorite. Luke Cage, and um, was at the same time we had the stripper combine. It was the same part. Oh my god, I love it. Well, if it wasn't, yeah. that was another scene that yeah. I thought if I could if I could redo that one, man, that was mm-hmm. awesome. We did a scene about a stripper combine. But um <laughs> the one about Luke Cage was funny because we that was where I felt like um, like you said, your gut. Like we just played around what we thought was funny and went with it and did a whole reenactment of Luke Cage <laughs> on the podcast. No. We'll focus, focus more on his sexual relations. Oh, okay. What the show was missing, you guys, let's go ahead and just really... Tap into, yeah. Um... Okay, side question. Do you guys kiss on stage? Like, do you guys kiss each other on the mouth? No. Okay, no. this is not something that I... We don't even touch I... each other. Yes. There's, there's limited touching. <laughs> yeah. In Houston, in Houston, I didn't find a lot. People love to kiss on the mouth in Chicago. In oh my God. Scenes. No, but they like know each other and they're cool with each other about yeah. it. They're yeah, not doing yeah. it with strangers or whatever. But I'm like, damn, they like to make out on stage in these shows. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Chicago going hard on this. Yeah. They're realistic. <laughs> yeah, they I've seen a select few performers who will who would kind of go for that. Um, here in Houston, but yeah, for the majority, nah, uh, we're trying to keep our day jobs. Thanks, yeah. listen, handshakes, that, 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 our relationships, all right? What's happening? Yeah, kiss, can you? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Come here, Tandy. Come here. I'm just trying to see how that would all go down. I don't know. Yeah. We've done some vulgar scenes without having to kiss. Um, I always like going, not necessarily vulgar, but I like dancing as close to the edge as possible mm-hmm. um, because I trust everybody in the group. And I know we, we spend a lot of time with us. We know what we all kind of think about each other in the world. So if I, I, I love taking a chance and seeing what one of them does with it. Um, so any of the scenes that we've done that have been a pretty line stepping for me are memorable but i want to hear the groups i want to hear what y'all think i like uh no i mean um it's best for me to have clear boundaries 
um, because I uh, just in case, you know, I don't know when to turn something on or off. I just need to know, OK, we just limiting <laughs> it to this. It's just fun. It's the weekend. I'm going to go home after the stuff starts getting complex like that. I'm not maybe that, that just let you know I'm not maybe like a great actor and actress because we're just making this up. Like if it's written and I'm supposed to do it, then I can buy into it. But like, am I'm really feeling this thing that deeply into this thing that I'm no. Maybe that maybe that's okay. I I, I just outed myself. You can put me out the group. I, my, my emotional commitment is not deep enough for me to feel. Nah. I mean, yeah. Let, let me ask you this, as someone uh, who's who's been seeing it a lot in Chicago. Do you feel it's necessary? Do you feel there's a lot of value in people who go ahead and, and have that full contact? Okay. See, I like this question, Anton, because you're asking me to know what I like. Yeah. And you're asking me to figure out whether or not I like it or not. <laughs> and it will maybe, let me see if like, well, maybe I want to kiss somebody on stage. Oh. Um, Let's see. Um, I think when it's, used as the gag not so much um where it's like people are like well like they're excited to see it kind of but i have seen it used as like a couple giving each other like a pet to leave like before they leave or something like that and it was really effective in like the relationship building like it gave it this sense of like kind of like um authenticity authenticity mm -hmm. um when it was like the scene and we're building up to the kiss or whatever it was just like not really that fun yeah. but when it felt kind of mundane yeah. um so i would ask an improv team that i'm in like hey you guys okay with like a like a peck on the cheek or like a quick like Mwah! um or like hugs or that kind of thing i would not have a problem with that um but so far i've never had that in a team so far it's always been very like space <laughs> space is important yeah um <laughs> But yeah, I think I'd be okay with it. I just seen it a lot here, so was, and I did yeah. not see it in Chicago, in Houston at all. Yeah. Um, I was like, it's probably yeah. for the best. You go into a um, uh, gosh, a jam. You just think you just gonna get up there, and <laughs> do some stuff. You know, I'm in Chicago. No, no, nobody, no, nobody. Everybody just, just putting on lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all doing? What's happening? What's all this lip care? Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, there's like an intimacy coordinator on the sidelines. You know, do you guys know what an intimacy coordinator is? No, it's like, it's well, it's like a job that people have on movies, and it's generally women. Uh -huh. But when there is a scene where two actors uh, have to have a sex scene. There is an intimacy coordinator and they go through everything that's going to happen. They go through like comfort levels. They choreograph every single part of it. And that person is there to stop the director if they're pushing for more to basically create boundaries around uh, the sex scene, which I think is like incredible. Like that's awesome. such a cool thing right. that maybe prevents like, you know, shitty things mm -hmm. from happening to women, I mean, to all, to everybody, yeah. but particularly is probably because of this, women. On, I was on, about to say, I need the origin story on so. that. How did we get a referee? Because basically, that's what, <laughs> that's what it is. We, we cut to we cut to a couple on their first date. <laughs> um. So, thank you for coming out. I I really appreciate. Yeah. Uh, when we matched, um, yeah, I, I got really excited that. 
you would you know it's it's been hard right with the pandemic and all that to, yeah. to get back out in the dating scene actually it just just to play it safe I actually brought an intimacy coordinator oh um just to keep things <laughs> up, up completely yeah. above you board. did message that and you did kind of let me know so that is weird but i was like okay i mean right. like at this again, point mm -hmm, i'm getting back i'll try anything <laughs> what <laughs> what do you mean i said oh i said at this point i will try anything i've been out there for a long time so it's yeah <clears throat> trying you, you to find love oh okay. well yeah, I well i want to formally introduce myself my okay. name is oscar Oscar Williams. I'm 84 years old and I've been around a lot of couples in my life and coordinated a lot of relations in my life. So I want to let y'all know I'm here to protect y'all like if it's y'all were my great-grandchildren. Oh. Go ahead. Oscar, do you have any great-grandchildren? Don't mind me asking. I have 29 great-grandchildren. Wow. Oh, my God. It's incredible. What a fruitful wow. marriage and, and thereafter. coordinating, if you know what I mean. I, th I think I do. Um, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, as he was saying, he's just sort of here to... It's so okay? funny. It's a really yeah. funny joke. If you, if you, if you, <laughs> like to referee. another one, if you like. Yeah. Well, I think we should get to the dinner. I think yeah. We I would love to. Fish market. Sorry, John. What did the blind man say at the fish market? Um, I'm so sorry. I don't know this one. Hello, ladies. One. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Oscar. That's a good one. Let's go ahead and have a seat at the adjacent table, and you know, mm. just keep an eye on things, and we'll we'll go ahead and get to the dinner. I, I got can. You. I got you, son. I'll be right over there. Yeah, I can you smell don't him. Too much. Can you smell him? I can I smell him. Definitely. Yeah. It's overpowering the garlic. Wow. Bread. Yeah. It's, and that's not, that's not easy to do at an no. Italian restaurant. No, a garlic is the most potent of the, of the bulbous. Well, uh, now family. we know another level. Yeah. I feel like we shouldn't be talking about Oscar. No, like no, no, no. Not other. garlic. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Um, hi, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm your waiter. I'm, I'm oh. here to, to serve you today. Um, that smelly old man over there sent you over a bottle of wine to. Oh, uh, yeah. that's so sweet. Yeah, nice. you, you wanted me to, yeah. To, Thank you. To to you so. well, it's a Cabernet. Very nice. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'll be back later with your, uh, to take your orders. Thank you. Thanks. Can we get some more bread here, actually? Sure. So, anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy. Oh. Um, so like, what do you like? I, I know that you're an analyst, but that can always mean like whatever, you know, right? like, what I never know it. When people say they're consultants or analysts, I'm like, <laughs> to what? I uh, know. Uh, but so I guess, you know, you consult with people and you analyze people and I, you know, I teach. So that's a pretty straightforward Ooh. job. But okay. yeah, what, yeah. What, what level, what grade do you teach school? I or? do. Uh, no, I actually teach um, elderly people um, how to just sort of like have a great time. Uh, I am a coordinator at an <laughs> elderly so person. I'm sorry for yes. interrupting. Yes. No. Hi, how are Hi. you? I'm Tandy. Uh, I'm noticing you two seem to be on a date. I think sounds like a lot of getting to know you conversations. Wow, obvious? the vibes we're putting <laughs> out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I'd like to I'd like to give you my card. Um, I am a uh, up and coming intimacy coordinator. Um, oh, we actually, to we, we already have one. And, oh, oh my God! Yeah, he's, are you, he's over there. You guys are, is that Oscar? You guys are using Oscar. 
Um, yeah, yeah, he's, oh, wow. he's, he's going to be coordinating with us tonight. That's amazing. Where'd, where, if you don't mind me asking, where'd you, where, where'd you find him? Um, you could not have looked online or been in reviews. Yeah, a, a friend of a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's how okay. That you said now. he was a professional. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, okay. He, is. he, he yeah. twenty nine grandkids, right? Like he yeah. said, he's been doing it a long time. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure I'm if you guys. Are, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but he was um, um, kind of like a Hollywood throwback, really, if you will. Uh, he was intimacy coordinator on um, lots of uh, sets of movies, and uh, I'm not I'm not sure if you guys are aware of a uh, uh, small movie called Thelma and Louise. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. incredible. He was on that, he was on yeah. that one, but uh, he really let it get out of hand. It <laughs> yeah, was not a good. I mean, but again, you didn't read the reviews, so here, just take my card. Um, uh, you guys, I'm I'm gonna be over here in the corner, so. If, if that's not working out, if Oscar's not working out, please. Uh, and, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll give you some free tips, free, free pointers. Right here, right now. Yeah. Right here, right here. Okay. Um, sure. You're, you're both sitting with uh, your shoulders next to each other. Why don't you move your chairs and kind of face each other? Maybe a face to face okay. eye lock might build some, you know, I don't know, some connection between the two of you. Okay. But I'm just going to go over here. I'm just going to be having a Oh, party, oh, a, before a you plain go. Spaghetti. Uh huh. Yeah. Before you go. Do you say yes or no to like pectoral and arm touching as I giggle and laugh back? Because my mom tells me that works wonders. It has always worked wonders okay. uh, uh, for women. So yes, the pectoral rub, touch down, throw back the head lap, and perhaps even a little hair above the ear, just kind of a little, you got it. I, I don't even, why do you even need coordinating? Sorry, I know, I know. Sorry. Well, then let me, hey, Oscar, Oscar, let me ask you, let me ask you, um, when is it appropriate to oh. Oscar and scene? Keeps his blood pressure down. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Intimacy yeah, but, I mean, awesome. but to that note, the when I coach improv teams, um, mm. the the only note I'll give, and I always check if it's people are comfortable with this, is like if you are in a relationship, at least like hold hands or something, right? Like uh, you you don't need full embraces, you don't need to make out, but if you're gonna have a talk with them about their relationship, maybe you want to hold their hand, right? Like even that level needs to sort of be. Uh, uh, checked and approved with the group before you dive into things. So um, I definitely think there are ways to sort of gain that realism and authenticity uh, while keeping everybody comfortable, right? Yeah. I'm not big on PDA in my real life. So not everybody is. No, like yeah. I, you guys, love a touch. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, but certainly, many. yeah, but like out in public, I'm like, you better get the fuck away from what are you even doing? They're going to fucking go. <laughs> like, that's like, see, I didn't need missionaries to tell me that I was wrong because Catholicism was already doing it for me in Venezuela. So I have like an intense amount of like residual Catholic <laughs> slut shaming guilt. And I think that it's kind of carried on into mm. my adulthood. And so I'm very like 
no touchy feely, like nobody needs to know that we're together. Um, <laughs> and obviously, you know, my partner who's like, hey, um, I feel like you're rejecting me in public by slapping my hand away <laughs> as I'm even trying to touch your shoulder. So maybe we, maybe you can chill the fuck out about that and just let me touch your shoulder. And not until I was in like a long-term relationship with somebody where I was like, oh my God, queen, you have got some fun issues to swirl it around in your head. And I think I've gotten a lot better at it, um, which in turn has, I think, made me on stage more comfortable to get to the point where I would even consider like a peck or something like that. Um, but I mean, I guess I just always feel like the most embarrassing thing in the world is to see a couple out in the wild being too nasty with each other mm. in front of a group of people <laughs> when they're not supposed to be doing that. Mm. We're in a different space. And so I think I'm also paranoid that I'm like, obviously I'm not doing that, but that like I'm straddling, you know, like I've seen people like we're all in the pool and there's like a partner straddling each other and they're just like passionately licking each other's faces. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. there's like a family right here. It's <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, watching it's whole you. elementary school. Dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, but PDA, I'm like, Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know That's about funny. it. That's how the people can break you up. They see you love each other too much in public, put the evil eye on you. And all this stuff Is that what they say? <laughs> no, no, no. Put the evil eye on you. Put the evil eye on you. So, I'm about to put the evil eye on them. Sure I would say this: like public display. Um, when I see younger individuals, like preteens, I go, "Man, that's like you're taking a big gamble, just going all in PDA at such a young age." Somebody's heart's gonna get stepped on. Uh, <clears throat> when I see it like older, damn John, you out here. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> unless like, you're going, sad. unless Someone's you're going to start <laughs> having babies, get married out of high school, just call it what it is. Get ready, somebody's gonna get hurt. Um, when I see older couples, like in forties and fifties, and you're like, man, I'm sure y'all didn't. Cheated on each other a couple of times, cussed each out, <laughs> eat each other out a whole bunch of times, wanted to leave, probably hit each other. But now y'all still uh, kissy dovey in public. That makes me feel hopeful that there's some, <laughs> there's some freedom, right? Like that you can have in a relationship where, and because like I feel the same, I have the same like subconscious feelings. Like you said, I grew up in a church. So like if you have, you see a woman walk into church where I came from and she showed a little bit of thigh, you know, everybody would like tense. Stone her. Turn, it, oh, turn the evil eye. <laughs> stone. Just stone the bitch. You know, right in the stone stone. stone. Too much ass, you know. Um, but nonetheless, man, as I got older, I think about it. Like once I became an adult, I thought it's a, it's a true freedom to be in a relationship people are voluntarily engaged in. And intimacy is a very vulnerable act. How free is it to have, share that vulnerability with somebody? And then boldly in public where you know, there's a bunch of tight asses ain't getting none. And <laughs> half of the audience is angry because they ain't getting none, right? The other half is they ain't as bold as you to take that effort. So I, I'm, I'm always like, it, 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 it's different for me, you know? Um, now, of course, in my relationship, um, we have like PD seasons, you know, like call them waves. Some days we like, you know, let's touch on each other. And then some days we like, 
you know, feel like you're, it's, it's like a magnet. You got to force to get to each other. Um, <laughs> we still get there, but it's just harder if that makes any sense. We, 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 we cut to the church. Hey, uh, family, um, thank you for coming to me and Tandy's wedding. I really appreciate you being here. Yeah. Um, as you can see, we kept it small because we wanted to, to you know, eliminate the, the chance for the evil eye to get in here and ruin our, our wedding. Yeah, I would never. So. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, also, we're, we're going to do our wedding a little, a little different. Um, our, um, the date fell outside of the PDA season, uh, as you know, so there will be no kiss. Uh, right. There will be no kiss at, at the wedding. Okay. Is it going to be cheaper because we don't have the kiss? It's an off-season wedding. Because we paid for the full on-season wedding price. Yeah. But now you're saying there's no, there's no kiss. I don't. I want at least. I think that. I think. Well, I think it's just a gift that you give, John. You didn't really pay for anything, and we sent yeah. you an invitation. You bought a gift. You brought it. I don't I mean, yeah. I'm talking about the family. I'm just speaking on the family. I mean, I know I didn't pay for it. I ain't got well, shit. I'm just, I'm but the family I'm... paid for it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess. I guess what what John's asking is like, what are we gonna see? You know what? Yeah. What was our money going to get us here? Yeah, is there any touching at all? Is it going to be sort of like a side to side hug? I just would like more information. Yeah, like a pat in the back. I mean, I something. drove here, and that was about an hour and a half, so it definitely oh, feels yeah. like I need some payoff. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, we've really stripped stripped down the um the ceremony. Um, yeah. As you can see, Tanny's not going to be walking down the aisle at all. Yeah. I'm just going to sit all. here in this folding chair where I'm sitting right now. Mm-hmm. Ten. You're just going to sit in a folding chair. Listen. You know. We didn't drove like three hours just to get here. I'm not trying to see you sitting no photo chair. Last time I stood up in church, uh, there was a lot of problems. Uh, something about the cut of my dress was showing too much. So whenever I come in to the church now, I just run and sit down and cover myself with a nice white sheet that I keep in the trunk of the car. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, so it's a it's, it's a small gathering. It's just us. Yeah. yeah. How about you guys just go ahead and do it? How about you guys just show a little? PDA yeah, I'll like, do it. You know, I know it's off season, but yeah. like, and not? it's just like us, your best friends yeah. in the world. Like we've done so many crazy things together. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels yeah. like it. Oh, I remember when he wore those shoes. Oh my god, that was crazy! Because <laughs> they were like little, you know, like the little Swiss clogs, and they only yeah. fit my mm-hmm. big toe. Yeah, big and toe, I was, yeah. and was I woke crazy. everybody up in the Airbnv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that, was that, was crazy. that was fun. That was fun. you. I mean, if you don't mind, look, listen. I know we mm-hmm. love them, and we went through a very heavy vetting process getting them here. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, went through all of their social media you know, all of their emails, everything, just to make sure there was like no potential for the evil eye, um, you know, getting in and, and, and them just wishing us bad. Uh, but I mean, but you never know though, right? That's, I mean, that's why we're, we're, we're doing it this way. We just, you never know. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I really don't want to take any risks. I, I know yeah. they say that they're trustworthy and, you know, we, yeah. we did our research. We, we better them, like, you know, yes. Very intensely. So, yeah. Can, can I say something? Family? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Y'all not going to be um, part of my social club if this thing don't happen the way it's supposed to happen. I mean, look, Amisha, I got a friend request waiting to come your way as soon as this thing gets done the way it's supposed to. 
Soon as you seal the deal. Soon as you seal the deal, man. And I don't mean just since you ain't kissing, then the consummations better be on 10, man. I mean, mm, I like that. Yeah. I hadn't thought about I mean, that, but yeah, you're really right. Like that. If we yeah. if we forego kissing in the wedding, <laughs> yeah, we get assurance that the consummation yeah, is going to be yeah. elevated. Because if we yeah, can't get a little taste of y'all's physical compatibility, <laughs> then why are we even witnessing this? We're all you know, why right us? Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, here, here's the thing, guys. Because of this off season, um, we're taking honeymoons to separate places. Yeah, um, uh, we, we're actually yeah. going to consummate for a few right. more months. A okay. month. few months. All yeah. right, thirty months. So you're basically telling us that we came down here and drove this many hours to basically see two, you know, strangers um, not do shit. <laughs> there oh. will be, I like to fill the space with words. I mean, you know, oh, I, I grew up, I, I don't come from a very touchy feeling home. I mean, you know, we- are you, Dr. Seuss? This is a wedding. Well, I mean, yeah, we talked, we, we made up poems, we made up, Things on the spot. I mean, there was a lot of words. That's those are safe buffers. I got a French manicure for this. Okay, you see this. Oh. This is a seventy-five dollar gel acrylic set. You can't tell me there's going to be no touching at a wedding. I come to these to cry, to weep, <laughs> to feel connected, yes. to feel like there's hope in the world. Okay, mm -hmm. so you got to do it right. Yeah, and and I come to imagine how much fucking happens after the wedding and with the limited crowd of people it's like and then and then y'all not going to do it it was a waste man i have no hope i mean in the future as long as we're being honest i usually come to see if when the bride walks in the aisle she trips and falls um still holding out for that and you tell me there's not I even like a chance too. Not even a chance of an aisle walk where there's like the rug is like a little bit folded in one part and your foot catches it. Mm -hmm. mm. Like a half makes me mad. It was a real trip. That's yeah. even funnier. You no, know, Antoine, that yeah, that's not like you, you got he's, the evil eye. He's got the evil eye. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> he's just a she's nothing but an evil eye. Why would you even say that? Yeah, and the story turns into Antoine telling it at the Tandy Sermon Church, and that's why I came today, everybody, because I went to that bullshit wedding where they didn't even touch, no one even tripped or fell. We don't even know how much consummation is gonna happen because yeah, it's, I need to calm down. That's it, brother. You're in the right place. You are in the right place. I gave him the evil eye. I, I had to do it. I had to do it. I couldn't help it. <clears throat> Yeah, that's the we deal with that in the night service, the evil eye, and how that can be a, an anti-common force. But I Wait mean, a second. Every, that yes. brother just told us about the evil eye. He was supposed to come in the night service. No, I no, can listen I, to that shit. No, see, he's he's advanced. He's he he moved on. He's been coming to our 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 weekly um, evil eye sessions, and there's a whole different there's a whole different book. There's a whole different study. Anton, if you don't about mind, these books, man. Yeah. yeah well, well, this is a self-improvement church. Well, you know, but we you can't, can't self-improve. Books sorry. around the Michi, you know how he gets. Yeah. Oh. I'm still waiting to find out which book I'm supposed I, to be looking at. I know. And I've been in the same class over and over again for the last two years, and it's called How to Not Be Jealous of Other Women, but I cannot pass. I'm so sorry. And we have that 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 class has dwindled. It did, we started out with 10, but now there's one. The women just could not get along. It was... Mm -hmm. it, I'm we got so big sorry. fights. It was actually Lots worse. It was it, worse than the co-ed ones. Yes. Yeah. We we cut to the to the women's get long class. 
So everybody, I'll be your women's intimacy coordinator today. Mm. I understand we have some trouble getting along. And so, um, you know, I just want to make sure I regulate any sort of touching or uh, suggestive language, either positive or negative. So mm-hmm. uh, just just feel free. I'm going to be in the corner um, if, if, in case you need me. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm going to need you right now because I see Oha is here again. And I thought I told you last time, don't sit in my chair. I've had that chair for the past 13 Thursdays. And just because you started coming in here, Dr. just because the minister walked you in and introduced you to the group, that that was going to give you a, a, a special place in here. You can sit in my seat. Okay. First of all, tone. And I am right. going to be the police with the tone, okay? I'm yeah. going to if you have it here, I'm going to need you to take it down before you address me. I don't talk to shouters, okay? Because if you're shouting, you're already at a different level than I am. I'm a talker, okay? If you're a shouter and I'm a talker, we're not even having this conversation. And yeah, that's my look, finger look, in your face. Finger in I'm my face. Touching you. Candy, why don't you go I'm ahead and touch that finger you. with your finger? Why don't you I am going to touch that finger with no, all of my fingers. No, you're not allowed, allowed to. This is my finger. <laughs> and all of it. Uh, <laughs> and that is... <laughs> <laughs> and that is the can't tell us nothing show everybody thank you for tuning in oh let people know where they can find out more yes. about you and what you do yeah um just you can follow me on instagram and I, there's too many links um but uh you can follow me at aloha oha that's a-l-o-h-a-h-o-j-a and um you can also find me at ohalopez.com and then there's a ton of stuff there um and right now I'm doing a cool podcast called I'm Sorry with Lemonada Media. Um, and my co-hosts are really awesome, fun people. And we just kind of like cover the latest sort of like pop culture scandals. But um, it's through sort of like a more lens of empathy. And um, and so that's it. That's that's all I'm doing right now. Or catch me at Annoyance Theater. Yeah, yeah catch her on our stand. Please check her out. She's yeah. out. But thank you guys so much for having me. What a blast. Thank you. Yes, yeah. Great. Thank, thank you so much for coming. spending time with us. Yeah. yeah. And making us deal with intimacy because we oh, really yeah. do. I feel like I feel like I had a little therapy. <laughs> Church of calm and stop overreacting, y'all. Amen. <laughs> cool. John, um, any any final thoughts from today's introspective episode final thoughts um one of the things that stuck out to me was when um oha said you know just do it yourself right like eliminate all excuses and put yourself in the seat and just do it um at least do it the way oha would do it exactly in in, in the age of youtube and the internet you can do learn anything yeah, especially because it's like not always as people get a lot of like you're not always going to get all the opportunities. You may not look the part. You may not be the part that they envision. So sometimes you got to just make it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Look at Adam Sandler. I mean, geez. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great example. <laughs> Who's writing a movie for Adam Sandler? Yeah. <laughs> Adam Sandler is. Adam Sandler. That's it. That's it. You gotta be your own Adam Sandler. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) Amici, any any final thoughts from today's episode? Um, Yeah, I really like that. uh, You know, eliminate all excuses and do it for yourself. Um, Also, 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> you didn't yeah. have to say also. Gotta... You didn't have to say <laughs> yeah. I wanted to think of something else, though. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll get something before we're done, and I'll shout it out real loud. So. Uh, yeah. I, I thought that, uh, you know, the idea of finding the right partner, partners to do, you say comedy, I say life, right? To find, it's a rare, rare thing. And I'm, um, you know, it makes me really thankful that I found these guys, but then makes me wonder, like, do you only get one shot at it? <laughs> Is this the only great partnership <laughs> that I'm going to have? <laughs> and if so, I'm cool with that. But I'm just saying, you know, it is a rare thing and I, I get it. Yeah. Thanks for, I'm just thanks saying. for bringing it up. Tandy, you need a podcast card. I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> That's, what I'm just saying. That's a great <laughs> title for a podcast. <laughs> You don't have to take it so seriously. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> For me, it was learning that there was a, such a thing as an intimacy coordinator. I'm going to be thinking about that position for a while now. It's like, what type of person? It sounds nasty call? and cute. <laughs> and cute. <laughs> you got to have levels. Yeah, yeah. LinkedIn, late night. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody who tuned in to check Check us out. Hang out with us for a while. Carol said she enjoyed church. Amen. Sure. All right. To that. But uh, go ahead. We'll go. DJ Comfy, why don't you go ahead and do that. And we'll get on out of here. So check out Oha and what she does, everybody. I'm sorry, podcast. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Just to calm down. <laughs>